Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, my brothers in the Unapologetic Man Army? Thank you for tuning in to yet another hard-hitting episode of the Unapologetic Man podcast. I really do appreciate it. If this is your first time listening, welcome. My name is Mark Singh. I'm an NLP dating coach. NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. What I basically do is use NLP to reprogram the bad belief systems in my clients' heads, as well as teach them the tactical aspects of attracting women. And I am offering a free one-on-one breakthrough session. So if you listen to this and deem it worthy, Come meet with me for as long as an hour, and we will talk about your issues with women. I know a lot of you guys are going to be first-time listeners who search for that keyword, how to tell if a woman is lying, lying to you. Well, I'll tell you what, brother, if you think she's lying, she probably is. And listen, any women listening, I know you guys like to listen to try to get pissed off, sorry, ain't going to have any fodder for your cannons on this one because it's the same with dudes. If you're a woman and you think a dude is lying, just do the exact same things that I'm telling you to do here, and you'll be able to detect whether or not that person is lying to you. So really, guys, like if you think she is, she probably is. Now, that being said, there is a general caveat to that. This isn't to justify your jealousy, spazzy behavior, and insecurities because you assume she's going to be lying to you because you don't feel like you're enough. So you accuse her of many different things, and you lean on her in these ways, and you way over-exaggerate these things I'm going to teach you to justify your insecurities and lack of trust in a woman to yourself. So really, probably the biggest key point of this episode is that if you're not jealous, if you're not worried about her lying, if you're securing yourself and you basically let her do whatever the hell she wants to do, the chances of her lying to you and the chances of her cheating on you go down substantially. The way it works is this. If you really want to hold on to a girl, then let her go. That being said, there are a lot of liars out there these days. So I'm going to give you probably a couple dozen ways to detect whether or not she's lying to you. And I actually came across this because I used to write ebooks all the time and I've been coaching for 15 to 20 years. And I had a book called, You Know She's Lying, right? And I hadn't looked at it in like five years and I was just reading through this thing and it was pretty fucking funny. So If you listen to this podcast and you want to have a book on hand that gives like one, two, three, kind of list them all out for you, then email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com. Tell me you left me a review and I will send you this book. Even if you've left me a review in the past, I will go ahead and send you this book. Just email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com. And once again, I'd really prefer a little reciprocation here. The reviews have slightly been slacking. So what I'm looking for are reviews with words behind them. That is to say, please leave a five-star review and leave some words behind it. And the words should specifically talk about what you found valuable in this podcast. And I will send you this book as well as three other books. So please do that at your convenience. I'd greatly appreciate it. All right, let's jump into the content. So the giveaway number one is a lack of eye contact. Okay, people who lie avoid eye contact. This is because we all hold the unconscious belief that others will be able to see through us and detect when we're lying. So really, before we even jump into this, a good thing to do is kind of get a baseline on somebody before a lie could even happen. So what you want to do is you want to pay attention to how much eye contact does this person usually give me? 
where do they look to the left or the right when they're drawing back on memories? So one good thing to do is to say, hey, tell me about your house when you were a kid. What did it look like? And then if she looks left, that means she's accessing memories so that if you feel she's lying and she starts looking right, that means she's accessing creativity. Because it's usually, I believe, left for accessing memories. And forgive me if I'm wrong, it's different for all people. But generally, I believe it's left for accessing memories. And then I think it's right for creating something. So if you get a baseline on this girl and then you ask her a question and she looks in the opposite direction, which means she's accessing creativity, that means she's probably lying. But giveaway number one is that lack of eye contact. So really pay attention to that. Giveaway number two is lack of movement. When we're lying, we're shielded. And this is especially true with women. Pay close attention to how she's using her hands while speaking. Are her palms facing up or down? Is she explaining her point as she usually does with her hands and with animated facial expressions? Or are her arms folded and palms down in her lap? And once again, you kind of get a baseline and you want to see if even her movements are mimicking or different from her baseline when you know she's telling the truth. Okay, strange body language is giveaway number three. Similar to point number two, pay close attention to any unnatural body language she may be demonstrating. You can see great examples of this by watching certain politicians while they're public speaking. Their body language and arm movements are forced and unnatural. This is because they're uncomfortable. And when somebody is lying, they're extremely uncomfortable. So they're gonna do like weird mannerisms, things that aren't typical to what they do. Giveaway number four, and I feel this is the most obvious one, is touching her face, or for you women listening, touching his face. Okay, so many times when you're lying, you'll unconsciously touch your face because the capillaries in your face are expanding, particularly in your nose when you're in a high-pressure situation. This, too, is why women touch their face when they're attracted to you, and you'll touch your face when you're in set and you're nervous, is because your face just itches. So when she's lying and she touches her face, it's a huge sign and it's one I always look for. Giveaway number five, timing of her body language. If she says no, then shakes her head no after she actually says it, then she may be lying. This is in conjunction with the previous one, which is like uncomfortable movements. You'll see that the timing of her body language is not in sync with her words. Okay, giveaway number six is the direction of her lean. Okay, people who are lying, interestingly enough, will try to get away from you. And you'll often see this in police interrogations where they'll be interrogating a suspect and the suspect will like be pushing his chair back and he'll end up like feet or even meters away from where he originally started. It's because he's trying to get away from the police because he knows he's guilty. Giveaway number seven is unconscious facial reactions before masking them. So if you report bad news to a girl and she may be perceived as good news, such as, hey, Dan just told me that he thought he saw you with your mom yesterday and not your ex-boyfriend as Mike told me, she'll give an extremely brief sign of relief in her facial expression before covering it up with her lying face again. So what you wanna do is kind of give her news that she's not lying, say you believe her and then look for that like sign of relief. Giveaway number eight is enunciating points out of natural timing. This kind of explains itself. That goes in conjunction with being uncomfortable, weird body language, and she's like enunciating these weird points. And that's going to go into more giveaways as we go. Giveaway number nine, incongruency between gesture and speech. Kind of already said that. 
Giveaway 10, the longest smile. Okay, when we're faking a smile, we tend to hold it for two to three seconds longer than a natural smile. Did you know that? So when you don't really want to smile, you're actually going to hold it like, like for a couple extra seconds. So you want to look for those fake smiles to detect whether or not your girl has the potential for deceit, bro. Like sometimes I'm just not in the mood to smile, especially in the mornings and everyone's like, good morning. And you're like, good morning with this like fake smile on your face. That's so me, bro. I fucking hate mornings. And like smiling in the morning, it's like the most uncomfortable smile. And yeah, I'll hold it for a few extra seconds because it's so painful. And it's like took so much energy just to get that fucker across my face. I don't have the energy to go back to neutral again. So I just hold it for a few extra seconds. All right, giveaway number 11, defensive rather than offensive. Okay, so a guilty person is defensive. A person who's innocent usually goes on the offensive. Okay, so if I accused you of murdering somebody and you certainly didn't, you'd be like, dude, fuck off. I was here and here. Like, you probably murdered him. And you'll be very offensive about it. And you'll like attack me and you'll stand up for yourself. Whereas a guilty person is defensive. They'll be like, no, I didn't murder him. I was um, I was at home and I was with my wife and, and no, it wasn't me. I was actually doing this. And they'll have that like defensive explanation to it rather than offensive. So if you're lying... The best thing you can do is get kind of like a little bit pissed off and be like, what the fuck? Why are you accusing me, man? And like point your finger and really be offensive about it rather than defensive about it. Giveaway number 12, the descending head. Okay, as we discussed with leaning away, when someone is lying, they want to get away from you. So you want to watch her head very closely when asking her for the truth. More often than not, she's going to lean her head away from you and or down and kind of scrunch it up into her shoulders, which is a huge sign. Giveaway 13, crouching hooker hidden wallet. Oh, <laughs> I remember that, dude. Crouching hooker hidden wallet. That was that's really funny. Remember that movie? I know where I got this from. That movie, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Well, apparently I did a spinoff of that. Crouching hooker hidden wallet. <laughs> Oh, I'm fucking random. Okay, so giveaway 13, crouching hooker, hidden wallet. Pay attention to her posture. A person who's telling the truth is confident. They stand up straight and hold their head up high. If her posture is crouched or closed off in a way that is out of the ordinary, you can be sure she's lying to you. Giveaway 14, looking for an exit. What's interesting about most people when they lie is they're horrible at handling that emotional social pressure, which by the way, is another reason to get really good at frame control because God knows you're a freaking liar, bro. And if you want to lie, you need to be steady under pressure. But they're going to be looking for an exit. They're going to be looking for a way to get away from you. They, as I spoke about previously, may even be backing away from you and trying to make space or looking for an exit plan. Lack of touch is number 15. I feel like that's self-explanatory. Oh, no, wait. There's a good point on this. If you're going to ask her to tell you the truth, take her hand. Can be like, hey, hey, I have a quick question for you. Take her hand and be like, hey, um, so Dan told me that you were with Mike Friday night. He saw you with Mike. If she like removes her hand from your hand, crouch in horror, hidden wallet, bro. She's totally lying to you. Giveaway 16, neglecting to point her finger. As previously stated, those who are telling the truth will point their finger emphatically because they're innocent and they're pissed. So they're going to be like pointing at you, pointing to the heavens, 
like a Cuban revolutionary. And when they do that, it's a telltale sign that they're telling the truth. Giveaway 17, barriers, okay? So when liars feel attacked, they're going to cross their arms in front of their body. They're going to try to put something between you and them, such as a pillow. Like if you're talking to a girl and she's sitting on the couch, she may grab a pillow and put it in her lap and then fold her arms over it, hold her drink in front of it, or like go get up and sit on the other side of the table to get away from you. Okay, giveaway 18 is overemphasizing her point. So there's always a balance to this stuff, and this is where it can get a little bit confusing, but like if they're over-explaining, over-emphasizing, giving like so many details, explaining themselves to you, it's a very telltale sign that they're lying. Like if I accused you of being a member of the Nazi party, I can guarantee probably 99% of you guys aren't, you'd be like, bro, you're crazy. No, I'm not. Relax, man. It's not true, right? You're just so secure in the fact that you're not a member of that party that you just look at me like I'm an idiot and be like, no, I'm not, man. You wouldn't be like, well, no, I'm not. The reason is, is because I'm actually a member of the communist party. If you look into my manifesto, you'll see, and you'll like explain it. And then that makes you look like you're lying. Cause like, why does somebody have to explain something when it's simply not true? And that's the logic of somebody who is telling the truth. And that goes into giveaway 19, giving more reason than what you asked for. If you ask a woman if she's cheating on you and she makes her point with more explanation than what's necessary, then it's likely she's being deceitful. If she says something like, of course I'm not cheating on you. I'm just working late a lot lately. Besides, you know how I feel about cheating. I would never do that to you because I love you. You believe me, right? 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 Giveaway number 10, filling in the silence. I love doing this as a means of putting social pressure on people. You could ask her like, hey, were you with your ex-boyfriend? Like Dan told me, she, he said he saw you and Mike out the other night. Is that true? And then she says, no, it's not true. And she kind of gives an explanation. And then you don't say anything. You just kind of sit there looking at her and she continues to fill in the silence. That means that she's uncomfortable with that silence and she's trying to fill it in because why is she uncomfortable? Well, maybe she's lying. So filling in the silence. I'm gonna skip this one. Okay, giveaway 22, mumbling Mary. They often mumble a lot. They slur their speech. They can't keep their words straight. And of course, Look for details that aren't kept straight, right? And the more details she gives, the more she's opening herself up to being discovered. And this is why lawyers will tell you, if you get arrested, don't say anything until you talk to a lawyer. Because if you start giving an explanation, and yes, even sometimes when you're innocent, you can mumble your details and then you look guilty. It's like if you're involved in a shooting, they always tell this to guys who have their concealed carry permit, which I do. They say, dude, if you're involved in a shooting and it was completely legit, like this guy was an active shooter killing everybody and you killed him, still you will be arrested. Still you will be taken to jail and still you have to get a lawyer. Do not say anything until you speak to a lawyer. So that just goes to prove the point that the more you talk, the more you can trip over what you say. All right, the next giveaway, and I've skipped a few, so I'm not gonna say the number anymore, but the next giveaway is the initial accusation if when you accuse somebody of doing something and they're completely silent for a few seconds, usually that's because they're trying to think of a lie to cover it up. If you're innocent and I accuse you once again of like robbing a bank, like, bro, I know you robbed that bank. And you're just like, dude, you're an idiot. No, I didn't. Right. You would answer immediately. But if you really did rob the bank, you would need a few seconds to kind of put your story together. So that's what we do in the initial accusation. You want to look for their reaction. You need to pay very close attention to how they're reacting because that's going to tell you a lot right there in the first few seconds. 
Another issue is having the facts too straight. Like all the details are totally straight. It's almost like she's rehearsed it. If you feel like the rehearsals have gone down, then there's a fair chance she's lying to you. Another tactic liars use when you initially accuse them of something is they'll say, what do you mean by that? Or I don't understand what you're saying. What's that supposed to mean? And the reason they say that is to buy themselves more time, right? So a cop is like, hey, bro, we know you robbed that bank. And you're like, what's that supposed to mean? What do you mean by that? Can you explain, please? It's because you're trying to buy time to think of your alibi because you're a goddamn filthy crook, bro. Robbing banks. Robbing banks is like the stupidest thing you can do, especially with the handgun. Like 10 years minimum, I think it is, if you rob a bank with a gun, if you threaten people with it. But like most bank robbers get like six grand, four grand, like so not worth it, bro. So not worth it. Next giveaway is trying to laugh off your accusation with a joke. This one's quite self-explanatory. When they're nervous and when they're guilty, they're going to try to lighten the situation and kind of back out of it. And they do that by joking about it. The hard swallow And this, again, is after you accuse them, you got to just really watch their body language. Are they leaning away from you? Is she crouching her head? Is she trying to scoot back from you? Is she putting barriers between you two? Is she explaining a ton? Is she defensive rather than offensive? And is she swallowing hard, touching her face, not maintaining eye contact? These are all the body language type mannerisms that you want to look for for somebody who's lying. All right, and the last one I put here is her view of the world. Look, guys, the best way to prevent a woman from lying to you is to just get a good woman right off the bat. And this is why I've cycled through so many damn girls throughout my life because finding somebody who has a good moral compass, who has a pure heart, and who detests liars and lying isn't hard to find, but it's not easy to find, right? You'll go through like 50 girls before you meet like a really good one. And for you women listening, probably the same, maybe even a little bit less than that, depending on your personal situation, both for guys and women. I mean, shit, you might meet a great person on person number four or the first person, who knows? But for me, it took me a long time to meet somebody who really had a pure heart and just does not lie. Like, I know this chick. She does not fucking lie. And one time she had to like lie to her sister about something and she like broke down at 1 a.m. and called her and said, I can't do this. (laughs) Like, even though it was a little white lie, It's like people who don't lie feel horrible when they're lying. They just don't like dishonesty because of whatever reason. So that's the kind of woman you should find because if you get a girl who's lying to her mom, lying to her friends, talking shit about those people, what do you think she's going to do to you? She's going to lie to you. She's going to talk shit about you. She's going to do the exact same shit to you that she's doing to everybody else. Make no mistake, bro, Jay Simpson, just because you're her boyfriend now and just because she says she's in love with you, it does not mean her behavior and who she is as a person is going to change. It may change for a couple weeks or a couple months because love is really powerful. But believe me, if she's stabbing other people in the back, you're next. So vet these chicks very carefully when you first meet them. And if you think you have a liar on your hands, you probably do. You know, your instinct is probably right but use some of these things to detect whether or not she's telling you the truth. Wrapping up, boys, I want to say again, if you leave me a review, either on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Podchaser, Podcast Addict, Podsturbation, just made that up, doesn't exist, any podcast app, email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com. I will send you this program, which is called You Know She's Lying, Right? 30 Ways that women and men too lie and how they try to cover it up. 
as well as the Conversation Sniper Guide to the Female Orgasm and Three Texts to Build Massive Attraction in Women. That's four programs that I'd be more than happy to use as a tool to reciprocate your kindness and leaving me a review. And once again, preferably one with words behind it and definitely a five-star one. If you're just like, eh, this shit's only worth four stars, don't even bother, bro. I'm only looking for five-star ones. And guys, these really help me. I often get emails where guys are like, bro, I want to help you. I want to give you money. Could I do something for you? I'm like, dude, the best thing you can do for me is A, give me a review because that helps me in the search results and B, tell a friend about this. Send it to somebody, let somebody know about this podcast. And if this is your first time listening, I have over 370 episodes, which I dare say are pretty damn good. So go check out a few more. I really think you'll benefit from them. Gentlemen, I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays. I really appreciate you listening and stay tuned for the next one. And I will see you in the next episode.